Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know what we think. So we really appreciate every single listen that we get and we, we're doing our best. You never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no subscription. It's a one-time thing. You can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never not demonetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help. We absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson, every bit of feedback and everything going. So if you want, you'll find the link on our Twitter. It's pinned or on our link tree. It should be in there too. So it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Everton Army podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Shane and Andrew. And uh, we're just going to do a little rundown of the latest rumours and also go through the situation with Delhi. So obviously an interview came out with him and Gary Neville um, just recently talking about you know the problems he faced growing up and obviously the adversity he had in his life. Um, and obviously, we we spoke about Delhi in the last podcast. Shane, obviously, you, you know, you were listening to it. You were, you were, you couldn't make that one. But if you heard me, mate, you heard me saying, fuck him off, he's shit. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, listen, you, you just don't know what, what is going on in a person's life. You know, from, from a fan perspective, we can just see the stories from the likes of Jose Mourinho, calls him lazy, and that shit sticks, as he said in the interview. Um, You know, you can just hear what some knobhead in Turkey says about him, and we just go with that. You don't really know what's going on behind the scenes until an interview breaks. And it's sad that he said, you know, he felt the need to do the interview before the press got hold of it. Um, so someone in his close circles obviously being, you know, going behind his back a little bit, I feel like. But, yeah, it's um, it's it's a huge thing that he's he's come out with this interview, and it, it takes it like incredible courage to do that. Um, and he even said, like, you know, I could have done with a few more weeks to try and get my head around everything, but he, he had to rush it out because the press, obviously. But um, he did say, actually, you know, mentally, he's probably in the best place he's been um, for a long, long time. He is injured at the moment, and he's obviously trying to recover from that. And the operation when he came back from Turkey, um, checked himself into a, a rehab facility for six weeks. So it's it's good that he was aware of the situation. Obviously, we've seen all those pictures and you know takes of him in in these crack dens or whatever you want to call it but he recognized it was a problem he's checked himself into somewhere and even that takes a lot of courage as well um you know and and it's just a sad story like i had no idea what his life was all about before that i had no idea what his background was um you know and he even said like even something like losing a game can affect you mentally so you just don't know like what what can trigger off depression and obviously if you're going through that much stuff and you when you're growing up it, it, it could affect you at any time it, it could just hit you like a, a ticking time bomb and you just don't know when but it was quite sad to see him say he wanted to retire Shane he was looking at himself in the mirror age 24 saying you know should I retire now he, he, he actually fell out of love with football altogether that much like it's quite sad yeah um I mean, again, like you say, hats off to him for, for doing the interview. I know he was, like you say, he was forced into it sort of thing, had his hands forced because uh, the, uh, I think he said in the interview that the press were basically threatening. I don't know whether it was him or the club yeah. saying that they'll just come out with it if he doesn't do it himself. Which, yeah. even though he's done this and, you know, all the positivity about it, they've still ran with stories and headlines for clickbait and used what yeah. they wanted to use. And, you know, they'll always be the same. But you can tell that there's an agenda. There's too many things that he's 
made clear now for it to be just coincidence or for him to just be lying to every single person sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like you say, with 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 you saying last week about him, like get rid of him. A lot of people will have been like that as well. Um. Yeah. I can't off the top of my head think whether I've said it or not, but we we all fall victim to it, and we're only going off what is on the pitch, what we've yeah. seen. Um, mm. you know, we, you know, I, I'll say that I've said it about Michalenko. We, God knows what, you know, the stuff he's been through with the Ukraine stuff like that. But we're not saying it because of, yeah, you know, the person. It's it's the footballer, but that doesn't change it. Like you know, these people are still humans. I mean, we had. Michael Keane coming out saying about him struggling with mental health and depression yeah. and Calvert Lewin done the same. Um mm. obviously Delhi Ali's come out and been more clear and give more clarity about it and, and you know, like I say hats off to him for it. But yeah. Um like I say, there's just an agenda with the stuff like you that like you say with he, he says in the interview about um about the the prime documentary, sorry, uh, and yeah. and when Mourinho, you know, Mourinho saying he's lazy, or whatever, but then he says like he didn't show you the bit where the cameras cut and he apologized for it. I think he said, yeah. Um. So you know that that's just that that one company using that because it's it's going to get clipped off and it's going to get used and get spread for yeah attention. Um. Then you had Besiktas when he was there saying that he just got off for no reason. Yeah. But then Delhi Ali come out, I think it was him or his agent come out and said that well they, they just surfaced it as he's he had a doctor's appointment, I think they said at the time. Yeah. Mm. So all the all the stuff and then, you know, like you say, the, the stuff with like uh, the pictures of him with the with um you know, the hippie crack they call it or the balloons. Yeah. How many players have we seen that happen with? Mm. Do you know what I mean? They've all done it, you know, yeah. and, and all the stuff that happens like you have like the stuff when they were away with England, like Foden and um, I can't remember who else it was that was with him at the time. Foden, it was one of the other young lads, Grealish. It might have been. I can't remember. Yeah. But even now, Grealish is the same. Mm. You know, the lad, the lad has a as like a two day bender after winning the treble, and they're all yeah. just on top of him, like yeah, because they're just using it for headlines and using it for media, and not realizing what. Mm. this person is going through and you know one of the big things that people say as well is um you know is it like that mental health you know the comments that they'll make is like he's got all this money he's this famous like it's, it's not going to affect them sort of thing but mm. you know we you, you've seen it now first and we've seen it multiple times with different celebrities and when it's gone too far that you can have all the money in the world and whatever but yeah. it's it's obviously it's no use to you when when you're broken like that and the trauma that he was carrying. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's been able to check himself into a rehab. A lot of people don't have that privilege of doing that. But yeah. Uh, like like he said in the, in the interview as well, it's like you can't be checked into somewhere like that. You've got to do it yourself to want to do it. Yeah. So hopefully now, hopefully now he's done that stuff. He said he felt felt good in the interview and the best he's felt. Yep. Talent doesn't leave a football player. Mm. He's just gotta get back to fitness now. And if he's you know, if he's if he's telling the truth about you know, he's got his love for football back. Mm. And then all these stories as well that we're hearing about Dice, all these good things. And if it, if he's got if Dice has got him under his arm, he gets back to fitness, then you know I'm not really too fussed about this ten million fee. Because yeah. if you get back at Delhi Ali, that's even fifty percent of what he was at Tottenham. You're gonna pay that ten million pounds because yeah. if we were to go out onto the market to buy a player who was fifty percent of what Delhi Ali was at Spurs, yeah. it would be more than ten million. Yeah. Probably. So if he gets back to fitness and he and he, he can reach that amount of games that the clause is, then you know, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, he doesn't. I, I don't think he's got like a, a bad track record for injuries anyway. This mm. one just seems to have happened. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, hats off to him. I hope it goes well for him. Um, yeah. And I hope to see him back on the pitch because, I mean, he, he saved us with that second half performance against Palace that time. Yeah, he did, yeah. He was brilliant when he came on there. Um, 
Yeah, as you say, mate, it's a lot, a lot of uh, courage and you know strength to come out and and do that interview. Like you can tell, how, obviously, how much it affected him just t- sitting down talking about it. Um, Andrew, obviously, Shane's just said there is. I think he's got six games left, and if he plays the seventh game, we have to pay the ten million pounds. Um, he's he's got twelve months left on his deal. Uh, what would you do in this situation? Is it a case of pay the money and and extend his contract, or you know we'll we'll continue to support you, but you know we'll find help you find another club at the end of the deal or whatever? I would say pay it if Daesh feels like he's worth the effort. I, I do believe that if nothing else, aside from the Michael Keane blind spot, I think Dice is a pretty good judge of character yeah. and ability. Yeah. Um, I would say we're not going to find a player with his ceiling for anywhere near 10 million. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he can turn it on a few games, that's worth it for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you guys said it all that the vulnerability that he showed, the courage that he showed mm-hmm. to put himself out there like that, even if his hand was forced. Uh, I feel like that would have happened eventually anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's tremendous. And I think it's a good lesson to all of us to maybe not, you know, we're all going to talk shit about everyone at any given time as football fans, but yeah. maybe less about character mm. than more about on pitch performance. Unless yeah. you're, you know, an alleged monster, like people <laughs> who just got, you know, acquitted today. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 mental, you know. As I said, we can only just go off the, and 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 to be fair, I did go in and hard on him in the last episode there, but you just don't know. I think it was literally yeah. the day after that this came out or something, and then it was like, oh shit, hang on. Um, so yeah, you, you just do not know, and as he said, you know, he said himself that the uh, Jose Mourinho thing sticks, and then we're all just saying, well, he's got this reputation now, but. He might not have that reputation. It's just whatever you see and sure whatever's available to you. So yeah, hopefully you can, you know, you can get. And that doesn't mean needs. yeah. Go on. Six months from now, we can't be cursing his name as a footballer. Yeah, like just because we wish him well as a human being and in life, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he's automatically you know worthwhile or good enough to play for Everton Football Club. Yeah, that, those can both be true. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, if he's not yeah. if he isn't able to recapture any of that magic it's okay to want him gone yeah absolutely yeah definitely um but what i will say is if he's you know if he's getting that support and things he is definitely at the right club you know I, I hate everton on the field sometimes but off the field they do get stuff like this right so um he yeah. is in the right place and obviously i think i agree with you he's got the right manager to, to help him through this period as well so yeah we'll have to wait and see hopefully if plays six games and five out of six he's brilliant paid the 10 million so yeah we, we'll just we'll wait and see what happens there we wish him all the best in his recovery and obviously his, his physical recovery as well um we did play a game today first pre-season game back everton win 2-1 against neon um in switzerland and um i didn't manage to watch the game because i was out at the time but i did catch the highlights um godfrey was getting rinsed again as usual um mcneil was he looked really sharp with his dribbling warrington you know he was decent in midfield he had a bit of an engine if he did get himself into a bit of trouble sometimes but that's okay but um what's your andrew i'll start with you on this for me did you manage to catch any of the highlights or any of the game at all just the highlights and yeah ben's just rusty don't worry about that (laughs) (laughs) as the resident godfrey homer here um Um, yeah i mean it's you know it's neon what are you you gonna do i don't know how much this tells us it's not the entire you know starting 11 preferred yeah um it's you know the first thing even vaguely resembling match fitness yeah so honestly I, i hate I know we have to talk about it uh, mm. because it happened, but I can't read too much into it. Yeah, definitely. We got fucking slaughtered by Minnesota United last preseason. Yeah, we did. Battered. Absolutely buried. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, um, it's a game. You know, it's a win. It's a couple of goals and nobody got injured, which is the main thing, Shane. And obviously a couple of young lads got a, a nice chance in Katia Kuyate with a really nice finish as well. Yeah, that's the main thing I think is um, you know, 
I mean, we we were speaking before, and we said I was I was I didn't get to watch it or the highlights. Um, but we plays like uh Mopay playing. Yeah. But uh, even though he has played a part in that game, there's still been the lads like Warrington and Onyango, um, yeah. Virginia as well, like us. Oh, all these lads are getting a chance in pre-season to show dice, and they've been yep. tucked there in the mm-hmm. first place, so they must be showing something. Yep. Um, I just hope that we get to see a few more of them faces through the pre-season and then maybe taken into the squad into the season and they're not, you know, just, just throughout on loan. Uh, you know, granted, sometimes they need that, but, um, you know, we've spoken on the podcast before about our youth academy and stuff like that, so... Um, yeah. you know, we we've just let that let the young lad go as well to Chelsea, but yeah. So that that's what I think is going to be the main thing for for the beginning stage of this preseason anyway. Before the lads are back, because I think obviously Garner and Brantwaite with playing in the Euros, and then you've got a few out injured still. So yeah, they're always going to be rough shapes and rough starting elevens. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though it was a preseason game, it's still it's still. Haunts me and worries me when I see Michael Keane on this <laughs> on the on the starting eleven. <laughs> Even though it's a friendly, I'm just like panicking about it anyway. Like just overthinking. Yeah. I think about it. If he's starting this game, like is he gonna be on all season? But Every then, game like, this season. Yeah. Think, yeah. yeah <laughs> but you have to like think of the bigger picture. Like I say, there's players out missing through resting or injuries. So yeah. Um. I mean, you never know. We might turn it round and. Be a Rolls Royce again. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Wishful thinking again. Again, he, he had that <laughs> spell. He was playing like Maldini, I think, under Ancelotti, and then that was it. Yeah, when there were no fans. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that. Well, one. that was, yeah, that was. I mean, yeah. But Pulisic listen, did the same thing fan. for Chelsea. No fans, like yeah. I am, magnificent. Yeah, ten into Ronaldinho yeah. at the back. Yeah, no, it's it's um yeah two one win. Good to start it off. I mean, if if we'd have lost, we'd have well and truly lost our heads. Like you know, first preseason against these bums, like we'd we'd have slaughtered, we'd have gone ham. So, yeah, good to get off yeah. with a win. Um, no injuries, and it looked really nice as well. Like you know, the place itself, the setting with the little stadium, and you know the the, the landscape behind it, and everything just looked beautiful. It's a, would have liked to have been there and have a nice cold beverage, but yeah, no, it's it's a nice little preseason one one for the Blues to. You know, have, have a little, um, have a little trip over there. But yeah, good win, um, Shane. Apparently, we bid twenty-five mil for Bill Altore, um, but they're trying to hold out for forty mil. That just seems ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah, for a for a lad who's not proven in any way, and he's so young. Yeah. Um, you know, them. I think even twenty-five million. Like, if you're gonna bring in a player. For, in our situation, anyway, I mean, I know to other clubs that's pennies, and if a United was to bring them in or whatever for yeah. that for forty million, it, it looks you know cheaper or whatever. But yeah, um, we don't know whether we have got that amount of money, whether mm. it's instalments, and like I say, maybe we are offering instalments with that twenty-five million bid, and that's why they're saying they want forty. Like you know, give us more then if it's over a certain amount of time, but. I don't know. I, t- I think it, it reeks of like the Onana thing again. Yeah. Um, which still could come good, but I, you know, we, we sort of thought that, you know, the, with all like the uh, rumors and stuff about Onana, he could go in the summer. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, because he's so young and he looks half decent or whatever, that we'd end up getting this between 60 and 80 million pound fee for him to get the profit for him. Yeah, uh, but I I can't see us getting a fee like that anytime soon. Even though he's playing for Belgium, but that squad's thin as it is anyway. Yeah, uh, with that golden age moving on. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's you know, it's that same problem we we've spoken about on the podcast before. Of we're bidding this big amount of money for this player who's off, you know, off the his potential not improving. Yeah, when if we're bringing him in last season 
or mm. he's only we're only just like scouting him and finding him this season. We bring him in for five million, then you're like, yeah, go on five million, take a risk on the lad. It yeah. doesn't work out. You're probably gonna break even on him anyway. Yeah. Um. But like I say, with Onana, we're, we're just late late to the party. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you you brought up there as well before the podcast about the the Belgian lad that we yeah. we were reported to be interested in and, and watching and he'd only just signed for a, a team. Uh, <laughs> yep. And it's it's just odds on for us to in January mm. or next summer to be rumored to be buying him for thirty five million or something. It's just oh, yeah. you know the the lack of. I mean, this one seems like it's out the box. I'd never heard of the lad until we were rumoured about him. So this one seems further outside the box. So, you know, if it is Thelwell, then, you know, the ones that we have been linked to, like the relegated sides and you yeah. know, the, the the bigger clubs wanting to get rid of the the lesser players sort of thing. So, yeah. But like I say, the, the fees, for us now, the position that we're in, is that that fee is like astronomical? That they, yeah. that's the fee that you're probably thinking that you're gonna be paying for Dan Juman if we were gonna buy him. Yeah. Um, that quality of player who you could even argue hasn't proven that he's worth that price tag neither. But yeah, yeah, it's a mad one. Yeah, up to upwards of thirty mil, close to forty mil is is what they want. That's coming from uh, Marcel as well, who's obviously. You know, they're quite well known. You've got 6.5 million followers on Twitter. Um, yeah. Yeah, just ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, there's no way we can do that. Um, as you say, we haven't even... It doesn't even look like we'll get that money back from Onana. So we, we just leave ourselves dry all the time and just wasting money on a player that we're not going to get a return on just seems daft. Um, to be there's fair... Better, there's better... Read. to four... There's better forwards out there that you know you'd care for less money. Yeah. What one yeah. of the ones that I I was you know putting the name out there. I can't remember whether we have been linked to the one or not, or it's one of these in the no account saying that we are when we're probably not. But it uh, was Ian Acho. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's still only twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. He's a good finisher. He scores goals when he gets the chance to play. Obviously, he was kept out the Leicester side. Yeah. Unless Vardy was injured and stuff like that, and then they had the um, Dacher in and out. But yeah. he's a he's a tall lad. He's strong. He can finish. He's just been relegated. So mm. unless they were like categorically, no, we're not selling him. But yeah. I'd imagine that they want to make some money and whatever else. He didn't really play anyway. Mm. That's someone that you can probably pick up for ten million. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Someone proven it. Another one that, that you lads spoke about was Fulkrug, if that's how you pronounce his name, from Verde Bremen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you probably it pick seems... he's twenty he's twenty nine. Yeah. But then he's on like that that's where it's like he he's a proven goal scorer. He started scoring for uh, for Germany as well. Yeah. But he's at that age where you're gonna you know, we're in we're in that, that stage now where we're looking for these stop gaps. Yeah. But then we're going out and spending, reportedly going out and bidding between what could be twenty five to forty million on a nineteen yeah. year old lad who's, I don't know the exact stats, but I'm pretty sure it was like three goals and two assists in the whole season. Yeah, it's a mad one. Like so, yeah, it it just seems crazy. Like every time we're in for a player, it's like we've missed the boat, like by twelve months or whatever the case may be. Like you know, with the Mudrick and and the. Uh, the other lad's name, can't even think of the other lad's name, the Kudus, um, Mudrick and Kudus. Again, we were just, we're always just like that bit too late where they're worth 40 mil. Like, find these guys when they're worth 5 mil and then we'll be on to something then. But you're not going to get much return off 40 mil. Um, it's just not going to happen. No. You know, I mean, look at, the, look at the list that uh, Dave puts together. Yeah. All these players that, I mean, you know, he's dead into football and his coaching and he watches all these uh, off leagues and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, definitely. we bring it up all the time about like Brighton, yeah, going out and signing these Argentinians and Ecuadorians, and you know these these South American players they're picking up for two three million. Yeah, um, definitely. But even even like clubs like like Forest, they sign that that's uh, the Brazilian centre mid. Um, isn't it Danilo? I think his name is. Yeah, he he looked like he was a world beat at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then he'll probably get bought. He'll probably get bought next season or maybe the season after by United or Chelsea for like sixty million. I mean, like the way yeah. Chelsea are going after Caicedo now. Yeah, but they've they got an early like that's you know something that obviously they got an early and even if do. you know that us as a club or a stopgap. Yeah, you're making that profit. Whereas, like you say, with Bilal Torre, if we pay that forty million and then somebody comes in for him, mm. we're gonna have to. We're gonna to have to be get like he's gonna to have to be that good that we're getting yeah. like prime Lukaku money for him. Yeah, and if they add in like some kind of sell-on fee as well, it's just it's just nothing. You know, we, we didn't even make that much on Richarlison. I think in the end we only got like ten million back or something. It's uh it's ridiculous and bag full of toffee. Obviously, he's you know he's he's an avid listener and and he gets in touch with us quite often and he, he writes some nice reports as well and he's put he's put a little list together of certain players and and. You know, players he thinks, you know, we could get for decent value. The likes of Scov Olsen from from uh, Club Bruges and all these players from the likes of River Plate and stuff. And there is talent out there if you know where to look. And and we're just not looking outside of, you know, fucking. I mean, Thelwell's well, got a big nose, but he's not looking outside at the end of it. Like he just, it just seems like the scouting network is non-existent. Do you know what I mean? They're just coming up with crap and. I, I put something out the other day saying, how can you go from Kudus and Mudrick to, you know, the likes of Ashley Young and these players and that. And the point that I was making was it's so sporadic and so so different. It it's it's like the scouting is just not consistent. And then when you add into the we want to sign some of these for like forty mil, it just seems backwards. So yeah, Thelwell is um I don't know, he's, he's on thin ice with me. You can say he's working with what he's got, but all right, if he's working with what he's got, why are you trying to bid 25, 30, 40 mil on a player? Seems madness. Yeah. If if he has, I mean, I, I stuck up for him and was giving him the benefit of the doubt first, saying like the budget he's working with and then obviously having Mishiri and Thelwell, and, sorry, Mishiri and, and Bill above him sort yeah. of, you know, telling him what to do when he was being a yes man, but... Like you say, if you are under under restraints, fair yeah. enough. You bring in youngest cover for Michelenko, but then like you know, championship players, league one players, maybe. But yeah. or the like you say, these the Belgian league. Yeah, I understand there's a prem tax. Hmm. We're probably going to get charged a bit more, but if Brighton are getting getting it through, it, even even like as far back as scouting these players to go into the youth system. Yeah. But it just doesn't seem like there's no plan at all. The only plan that we think that the club's got in the heads now is is a yes or no to whether he's a dice type player. Yeah. You know, Jack Harrison, yeah, he's a dice type player. He, he'll be up and down, bombs up yeah. and down the wing. He gets back. He's a solid left footed left side like McNeil. Yeah. Um, a kudus, probably not. Doesn't wouldn't I don't think you'd see a, a player like him in a dice side. But then. Dice ended up signing Max Corney for Burnley before he left there. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there could be more to what Dice is. So we, they, they say there's not even a a plan mm. that seems to be working out. It might work like once MSP and stuff come in, and then there's more money and whatever. The new system might sort itself out, and if we have a bit more money to spend, then it is. But then, I mean, yeah. if you look at it in the past, even with other football directors. We have money, we just piss off the wall. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a mad one, like, um, 25 mil. We've Apparently, we've put in a bid for them, so we'll just have to see what happens. I don't think Everton will go much higher than that. And if they do, what's that going to be like the next five years? So, you know, you're still paying them in five years' time unless you get sold, like, and, and if it doesn't work out, you're still paying them. Like, it, it's just a, I don't know, it's a lot of money considering where we're at and, there are players there that you can get for five million, eight million, whatever the case may be. Um, I mean, less than that. We we were rumored to be getting Musa Dembele on a free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I under I understand as well now is is you've got this thing of like Qatar and Saudi clubs. Mm. You know, they're offering Jordan Anderson seven hundred grand a week. No <laughs> one's going to be able to compete with that. Yeah, and these type of players like Musa Dembele or Rodrigo who's just gone to Qatar and yeah. Um, you are probably going to get priced out of them, but mm. you know the one, the one that I brought up on Twitter, and and it was a, it ended up being a fifty-fifty. Was a Dharma Traore, 
Yeah. <laughs> some people like them, some people don't, but he's on a free. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of going out and paying I just, I just think it's all it's all mixed up for me in the sense of like you say, there's no plan with Selwell. And then mm. it's like we we've got a fan base who just who don't either not not the whole fan base. Obviously, there's you know certain numbers or whatever who think that we should be going for like elite type players on yeah. high wages or loaning them mm. when we're not in that position. The the argument with that I was getting mostly with the Dharma Sayori was his numbers. He doesn't contribute enough for the games that he's played, and it's like, yeah. If you're getting him on, in on a free, he was on about 48 grand a week. Mm. If he gets put on about that like Ashley Young has, yeah. then who are you getting in for that price? Mm. Or for 10, 15 million, who's getting the numbers that's proven, you know? Those type of players are either, are either not going to come to us or we can't afford them. Yeah. So we've got to know where we are and what the, Adan Sayori I'm a, he's just an example there's other players like I say Moussa Dembele and mm. um, you know there's loads load, I put the, I put a list up of all the free agents I mean disregarding yep. Sergio Ramos and Jordi Albert and stuff like that um, I'd take them as well you, <laughs> well yeah you, you would I, I, and like you know we, we we spoke today about Juventus like McKenney and uh, Zakaria yeah you you take you take them if you can get the fee and you sort it or they're on a free or whatever it is, but yeah, uh, it's it's all scattergun. I think is like yeah. with the club and with the fans as well, and I don't know what the happy medium's going to be to where we're at the end of the summer, hmm. where Michiri told us last time to judge him at the end of the window, yeah, yeah. how we're going to feel sat, you know, come when the league starting. Hmm. It yeah, you just don't know what to believe. Like you know, we're getting told we've got no money, and then you see reports that we've bid twenty five mil, and it's it's just crazy, Andrew. Obviously, it's all speculation at the moment, but I don't know. You you just don't know what to think, do you? Really? And I mean, do you know much about this Bill Alfella? I I don't. I've seen his highlights. He looks legit. Get him in. Whatever. I don't know how you feel. <laughs> uh, I feel that highlights always look good. Um... Just by definition, yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I can't judge Thelwell at all. Like I said, until Ken Wright's gone, yeah, and probably even Mashiri's gone. What mm. with the Kiyajirabian influence, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. With the Adama Traore thing, I love it. I know he can't cross for shit, but <laughs> god damn, he's fast as fuck. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I like that's, that. that's my yeah. technical analysis. He's yeah. fucking quick. Um, pretend we're playing FIFA and piss the league. Didn't yeah, he? right. Yeah, why <laughs> not? Hit that boost button. Um, yeah. No, but the thing I think there is a tactical advantage to that because we've spent two and a half years sitting behind the ball and waiting, and he mm. could get us out of our own half yeah. just by sheer force of will. Yeah, uh, and then maybe might put something together. He could lay off to Iwobi or something, mm. and we might have options. Yeah. Definitely, me. Yeah, when we're under the uh, the cosh a little bit, we need a bit of pace. Um, well, the next one we've been linked to is, and this is from Sky Sports Italia, saying we're close to signing Wilfred Nonto. Um, Shane, another decent little winger. Um, are, are you disappointed with the lack of strikers? It seems to be like a, a, we're getting linked to a lot of wingers lately. Yeah, not even just wingers; they're all left-sided wingers. Yeah. I think if we were to get in the players that we're rumored, we'd end up with you know if Gray was to stay, which I don't think he's going to, we'd end up with five left-sided wingers. Yeah, yeah. McNeil, McNeil's left footer plays on the left. You've got um, Harrison if he was to come left footed on the left. Gray yeah. cuts him from the left. Nonto was playing on the left. He played some games up front, but yeah. obviously, like we were saying before, you know if he's playing if it's Dice. I mean, we've got Mopai. He's about four foot nothing, but. <laughs> yeah, but an Everton number nine and the way Dice plays, it's gonna be a Harvard Lewin, mm. Ian Acho, Weghorst, full yeah. type forward, six foot plus, <laughs> like six foot two plus. Um, yeah, well, like you say, them Bellies probably the only, the only, and this Bellal Torres probably the only ones that we've seen linked forward wise that I, I have anyway. Um, yeah. Um. 
like I say before, I don't know whether Ian Acho was a solid thing, whether he was getting fired. He was another one we've been linked to. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. Apparently, that's why he didn't take the penalty against us. I don't know. I think he's, so. He's saw fit to there. score minutes before that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and he's like 36, so he fits the bill. So, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but no, this, this nonsense, I mean, this is the, like the people will complain about, and I know. Um, Graham was one of them to say about like we shouldn't be getting players from these relegated sides, and then mm. he sort of like said, "No, I was like in a hothead yeah. situation. Like mm. there are players you can pick from them. Nonto's one of them. If you're getting a player in like him, he's dead young, got loads of potential. He's played gate like you know most of the season. I think with Leeds, I didn't watch Leeds all season, but yeah, um, you know he, he's got that spark about him. And then it's meant to be rumored that it's like between ten and fifteen million. I don't think he's one of the ones that have a relegation clause like Harrison and Rodrigo had. Yeah, um, and then and then he's scoring goals internationally as well. Yeah, the under under twenty threes or under twenty ones, I think it is. He was playing with. Um, yeah, if he comes in, that's a a a, a direct left sided winger, which I assumed then Gray would be leaving. Yeah, um, he's been rumored obviously to be going to Saudi as well, which is an upgrade. This. Actually, I'd say that was an upgrade. Well, yeah, it's a you you're selling on a. It's, I think he's 26, 27. Yeah. He scored a few goals, but then, you know, it's it's inconsistency with him. And then towards the end of last season, it didn't look like Dice fancied him at all anyway. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you're getting in a younger player. Uh, he's probably going to cost less than what we're going to get for Gray because even though Gray's probably only worth around, I'd say, 10 million, I think Saudi... If he goes to Saudi Arabia, it was rumoured to bidding about twenty million for him. Yep. Um. So, so yeah, you'd rather take the if, if Nonto becomes inconsistent for a season or two. If we sign him, you'd rather that when he's that young, rather than like say having Gray and he's inconsistent, so he's not playing and then and stuff yep. like that. He's done great for us signing for one and a half million. I mean, that was a Benitez signing. So yeah, I don't yeah, really he- want to. Yeah, don't want to come in, Benitez. But I mean, it was a good <laughs> signing for one and a half million. One of the ones that we're going to make a net profit on. Yeah, which is a, a rarity for us. Yeah, it really is. Um, he actually had really, really similar stats. Um, Nonto and Gray last season. So, Nonto four goals, two assists. Damari Gray apparently four goals, one assist. So, very, very similar. Um, Andrew, would you? Consider that an upgrade. I think obviously Villa as well were in for him, but now they're looking at um, uh, Musa Diaby or, or whatever his name is from. Uh, oh yeah. Houston, so. Don't I cry. Musa, and then they just got that Paul Torres <laughs> as well. I can't. I know they were doing well, like, but yeah, uh, Andrew Wilfred Nonto, yeah. I think he's an upgrade. Um, yeah. Not to disparage Gray at all, he definitely has ability, but he is pretty wildly inconsistent. Yeah. And also got tunnel vision on mm. the regular and would just drive himself into untenable positions yeah. on the pitch. And Nanto does not do that mm. from what I've seen of Leeds. Yeah. Or did yeah. not do that, I guess. Yep. Yeah. And he's still got obviously a huge uh, potential and scope to learn as well. I think, mm-hmm. you know, if you want the players to be around 19, 20, 21, because then you can mold them into something as well. So, there's that to it, um, whereas Demari Gray is just going to do his his own thing regardless of where he plays and whatever team he goes to. So, yeah, yeah. I live um, next to a school, and there's a football pitch uh, right there, which is pretty awesome. But it's for younger kids, so the the goals are actually so close together. I'm like, Perfect Gray would think play. that was too close to shoot from. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that to myself several times. Like, I can't get far enough away to take a good shot. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely me. Yeah. No, hopefully, Gray. If Gray's out the door, we can get Nonto in. Uh, fifteen million for Gray or whatever, ten million. You'd take that all day and get a younger version of him in. Um, yeah, another winger, Dan Juma. Apparently, he's met with Daish. Um, and I think Shane, you said he's he's met with uh someone else who was the manager of Feyenoord. Arnie Schloss. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Dan Juma, could he do it again, mate? And um. 
would you blame him for doing it again if someone else came in for him, like Milan? <sighs> That's... <laughs> I, I hate it because, I mean, before whatever happened is, like, like he, he just seemed like that mold of player like Richarlison to me. Yeah. Um, the way he plays and the positions he can play. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he's then... also a lot like Richarlison, and he decided to go to Spurs, and then they didn't use him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. And, and but like, yeah, that that whole thing happened with him, um, and now it's like sort of, I think everyone's shifted when the first rumor come out. They've shifted from no, like fuck him, we don't want him back. He yeah. he, he fucked us over, sort of thing, and now we're because of the position we're in, we're sort of like yeah, come on, we'll let you off if you score yeah. a few goals. Yeah. Um. He's putting all mixed messages up. Mm. To me, it looks more like he's flirting with Everton because yep. he's like he's liking the players' posts, he's mm. commenting. And then I think you said before that it's just a guy liked his post. Yeah. His very cryptic post. He said that Lions was it was it Lions yep. don't eat grass. Yeah, so he said. Uh, whatever that means, it could mean anything. Does, um, it, does it mean he's he's not gonna settle for a club like Everton? He wants to play for Milan or does it mean, as you said, he, he doesn't want to settle for a place on the bench anymore? He wants to start? His... Don't know. I mean, Milan means to use AI either. to generate a fucking motivational poster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. 100%. yeah uh, Milan makes no sense to me because they've got Rafael Leal, Rebic yeah. is still there. They've just signed Pulisic. Um, yeah. And then they've got, um, I can't think of how to pronounce his name, is it? The the Kelita, the one we were yeah. talking about, the Belgian, he can play on the. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, and then all these Italian clubs are meant to be skint as well, but the sign and all kinds of players, but mm. I'd have him. But <laughs> you, you've got because it's happened once, you're scared of it happening again, <laughs> and you don't want to look a fool. But yeah. we're in that position where we've just got a. I mean, he was in the shirt and he he, he had photos and everything last time, so we can yeah, go, even go as far as that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's because like of what have happened at Spurs, there might not be. Like, that's that's yeah. the way I put it. Like, you know, you're expert, done, done your dirty somehow. And, but and... It's, it's it's like Bill says, though, good times. Oh, good geez. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andrew, would you take him back? I mean, I'm saying back like he was here before. Fuck yeah, hell. right. Yeah. And I will sign him. <laughs> and then he'll be at Finch Farm, and then a fucking helicopter will pick him up and take him in. Like, yes! <laughs> Nailed on. Nailed on. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I'd have him back. We need wingers, man. We need yeah. wingers. We need wingers that can play on the right side. Yeah. We'll see, even you said back, we're already emotionally invested in him. It's it's already it's already happening. It's just, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, listen, you, you just can't do it. Like, if someone does that to you, tell them where to go. The, there should be scouts lined up or the scouting list to say, right, Dan Juma might be top of the list. We've got Wilfred Nonto on that side again, who's second on the list. Go down the list and just pick the next guy. I, I don't know. I You can't do it. Not after what he's done. He was there in the training ground. He had the kit there, pictures done, everything, interview ready. Yeah. The only thing I'd say is, is that we don't know what happened on our side of it. You know, as, as yeah. far as we know, he turned down West Ham because he didn't want to work with Moise. Yeah. And he was coming to Everton for Lampard, and then he got sacked in between, or oh, that day off. Or in it was a matter of days, yeah. Like, yeah. no more than 48 hours. Hmm. Yeah. So he could have, it could have all just been, I mean, for it to go as far as it goes is inexcusable. Obviously, like you say, he was getting pictures in the kit, or there are pictures of him in the kit that haven't surfaced. <laughs> I reckon we just just use them ones anyway. <laughs> um, to yeah. to, but I mean, how slow Everton are anyway to announce them. Uh, that that yeah. probably doesn't even mean anything anyway. But yeah, um, yeah, like I say, you don't know what what happened on our side. What's been said, and if it is still a whole Lampard thing, he's just went, nah, I'm I'm good. But then, if he didn't want to work for Moyes because of his attitude and stuff like that, but then when I worked with Conte. Yeah, I don't know. and you know, if he if he did want to work on the Lampard, and then Dice came in and he's changed his mind, and why would he change his mind on Dice now and they were U turn and then want to work under him? Yeah, I don't it's know. true. Yeah, 
And re-signing people who have heard us before is a very Evertonian thing. Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, Ross Barkley's next. Um, Barkley, oh no, uh, Rooney, Rudy. Yeah, try to get Martinez like three times since I've yeah. been a fan. Like, fuck, yeah. that's shocking. Tina. It's disgraceful. Um, so it's just our way, is what I'm saying. Yeah, <sighs> fucking hell. Um, he's that good though, isn't he? That from what we what you we've seen and, and whatever else he's that good that that's why it's becoming with fans excusable. Yeah. I think if it was somebody like a you know, I don't know, to use an example, somebody plays for us if it was a Michael Keane. You know, <laughs> Johnny Evans, for example, this whole <laughs> embargo that happened uh, we were meant to be signing Johnny Evans. If it happened with someone like him, yeah, then you'd be like, nah, absolutely not. He's not like good enough to be you know, flirting with again. Yeah, but I think Danju for for where we are, Danju is that mm. that good. I think it, it it slides over to being more excusable than. Yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know. I, I'm I'm not easily won over like that. Um, I know a lot of people say, "Look, it's the position we're in. We can't afford to be picking choosy with these things, and and you know, have any moral compass or whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, have have a bit of a dignity about you, but. Listen, one should do that. Like, I mean, he scored we had one goal. Dignity, we wouldn't be Everton supporters. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's just, that's true, mate. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, goes out the window as soon as you put start supporting them. Um, I don't know. At, at this point, you need people in. Um, I would prefer it not to be him, but if yeah. it is him, if he walks in like on deadline day, you know, and we haven't got anyone in, Dice said he wants four signings. If we get one sign and it happens to be him. Fucking so be it, do you know what I mean? But then I, I don't know. That's the only reason I'm sliding more to like be it being excusable and stuff is that if, if Dice is the, I mean more and more stuff's coming out about him with about his attitude and being a good judge of character and yeah. man manager. If mm. if he's if he has spoken to him and he's gonna accept the fact that, you know, of what's happened and like you say, there could be other stuff that we don't know about. Yeah. If he's okay with it, then I think they, they, I'm okay with it sort of thing. That's what I'm more... If it was like a Lampard or a Benitez, then no, but I, I feel like I trust Dice more yeah. with his judge of characters and, and, and players sort of thing. Yeah, I'd agree with that, yeah. Um, yeah, we just have to wait and see what happens there. Um, talking about some outgoings now then, so a couple of players that have been linked away... To, Biggest one, I'd say, uh, obviously, we've talked about Damari Gray. Alex Iwobi is linked with the move away as well, apparently into Milan, and Fulham are interested in him. Um, Andrew, I'll start with you on this one, mate. Um, is it a case of you don't know what you got till it's gone with Alex Iwobi? No, I think he's worth keeping. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, we talked a million times about his resurgency under Frank, yeah, which was the craziest thing in the world because for a very bad manager, he got some very good things out of Alex Iwobi. Yeah. Um, but I think if we get these signings in that we need, especially wingers, yeah, that will allow us to use Iwobi more centrally yeah. in a playmaking position like he is capable of. He is, for the money, mm-hmm. one of the most productive players in the league. Yeah. Um, mm. He was second only to city players yeah. for a significant portion of last season mm-hmm. in creativity. And beyond that, if, well, when there's an injury, he has an incredible work rate and mm-hmm. does a lot defensively. Yeah. So I say he's worth keeping. I'd say pay the man. Um, he's riding a pretty decent wave of goodwill, I would say, for the most part. Yeah. Now, it's not as good as it was, you know. Mm-hmm leading up to the palace game, but still very solid. Yeah. He knows what he's got here. Um, and realistically, he's one of the biggest fish in a very small pond. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's seems to have turned his Everton career around. He's, he's got this consistency about him now where he's putting in solid six or sevens every week. Um, as you say, he is better centrally, but he can still create it. I just don't, I think he needs to work on his crossing, um, but apart from mm. that, yeah, he tends to balloon them with yeah. a lack of pace. Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of but... like uh, when we were fielding Olsen uh, to sit Pickford for a while. It was like you yeah. could see the difference uh, in their service because Pickford could hit lasers mm. and Olsen could only do mortars. Like, all yeah. right, 
<laughs> Definitely, mate. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's got he's got an eighty six percent percentile for his assists, which is pretty high. Um, you know, and his expected assists are pretty high as well. Um, his pass completion is really shit. That, that's down to thirteen, but you know, he's trying to create things. It's there. You can see what he's trying to do half the time. Um, and obviously he can he helps Coleman out an awful lot as well in defense. Um, hmm. Shane, would you uh, would you keep a Wobie or would you let him go if we get all the wingers in? No, I'd keep him. I think I think he he needs to play centrally, like Andrew said. Um, yeah, and he's gonna be ideally he would be rotating or you know who's playing better with him and Delhi. Hmm. Um, I think you know. We we had like a mid table statistics defensively and in the midfield last season. Yeah. So I think if if we get wingers in, like Andrew said, or, and we get forwards in, if you know back up to DCL or he stays fit, and he's played in his position, I think you'll see more out of him. Yeah. Plus, then like like you said, he's got those added things. Like um, you know, I was gonna, I've been critical of him because sometimes he, like, I I think the 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 main thing that sticks with me is that sometimes. He, when he was getting played in the eight, yeah, he he looked like a deer in headlights sort of thing. Mm. It's not. I think he said the eight's his position as well, but um, he told Carlo he was a ten. Okay, yeah. so, so there you go. So the the ten's his positions, but um, yeah, I don't think from those clubs you're gonna get an an astronomical fee for him to mm. be able to go. Yeah, it's a you can't say no to that offer. Yeah. Um, I think the only the only thing with the whole thing is the only thing with the whole thing yeah, is <laughs> his contact situation. I think he's got a year left. Mm. Um, I don't know where he sits with that. Whether he said no to sign on a new contract because it was meant to get done at the end of last season, or it was you yeah. know, he was waiting to see about... our Premier League status was the yeah. story. Yeah. So I mean, if he was to come out and got or or something gets released in the next week or so, like Owobi signed a new two three year contract, I'd be happy with it. Yeah, I think like you say, he's a for Dice as well. The engine he's got, the running he does, and then if he is pushed further forward, what he is capable of. I mean, yeah. you, you're saying about his crossing. I think he got the assist today to the Kiate. Yeah, yeah. So. Last season he had uh, seven assists and two goals, so seven assists really not bad at all. Um, that's that's pretty no. solid. Considering and that's hard without bad them forwards are, yeah. Exactly, yeah, definitely. Considering the state of the squad, that's that's pretty good. And as you said, he's got a lot of other tangible qualities as well. Um, is it? I mean, I suppose a lot of fans would say, well, he's sitting there waiting to see what his offers are and to see if we are in the Premier League. And if we weren't in the Premier League, he'd have probably fucked us off by now. So there's that to it as well, I suppose. A lot of fans would probably say he's got a cheek, you know, let him go. Um, but I don't know. Look at the clubs that have gone down, though. The play, I mean, and it happens every single time. The yeah. Leeds were so because their, their director of football or whoever it was put those relegation clauses in. But, the, you know, Southampton. Yeah. You know, they'll lose James Ward. Probably, I think, West Ham are after him. Um, yeah. Just saw Less. Mitrovic is going to Saudi too. Yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. And they didn't um, even get relegated. <laughs> yeah, uh, and with Leicester Vardy's rumours to leave, you uh, know, we spoke about Barnes going to Newcastle. Yeah, you can't, you can't like talking about loyalty with clubs is one thing. You don't get those one club players no more, and you don't really yeah. get. There's a, a sort of loyalty that fans can respect, like with Charleston. Yeah, is one of them. We know that he loves the club and he went for whatever, you know, we had to sell him or he had to go wherever, but um, I don't think you can hold that against players anymore. Mm. Look, at Jordan, look at Jordan Anderson. I mean, it's different things of what he's done for his club, but then Saudi come in and go 700 grand a week. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, the, It's yeah. those examples, but I think with Oh, Nana would have went. Owobi would have went. Mm. Pablo Lewin maybe would have stayed because I don't think of with his injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Patterson, you could have argued, could have went. Pickford would have went. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Um, Definitely. So, yeah. yeah. I just hope his contact situation gets sorted, obviously. Uh, but if it doesn't and he says he wants to leave, mm. then you would take the fee now rather than 
him yeah. going on a free. Yeah, definitely. Um, if he's got 12 months left on his deal, I'd probably mm. just say we'll extend it for another year. That makes it two years then, two seasons out of him, in which case by the end of that he'll be 29. Um, and, you know, we'll see. Like if he performs really solidly for the for the next season on the dice, then I don't think he's going to, his form will dip back to what it was when we first signed him. Um, I think he will have genuinely settled in then, so in which case you could extend it. But yeah, just wait and see, I suppose, on that one. Um, really, really. Good I think it's similar player. to a. It's similar to the Corey. Yeah, it is. Just yeah. him with him, with you know, we sort of hung on as long as we could, and then he was playing well, and we give him that one year extension that he's got in his contract. I don't know whether wobi has got one or not, but yeah. But yeah. Yeah. He's uh, really, really, I think he played, you know, the most games last season, apart from the likes of Tarkowski and that, but he, he was definitely close to starting nearly every game in a multitude of different positions. So, yeah, uh, really good to have around. Um, this one I'm not so sure about. Mason Holgate has been offered to Besiktas in Turkey, apparently. Um, Everton are keen to get rid of him, and I don't blame them. I'm keen to get rid of him. Um Shane Holgate, let him walk out the door right now, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. He's the first one out of that whole back line of players that we have starting and back up that he'd let go anyway. Um, he yeah. is still only 25, 26, but I think uh, it's, it's he's just not good enough. No. Uh, I think, you know, Andrew's the biggest fan. I'm a big fan of Godfrey, but <laughs> he's teetering on going on to being one of those players. Michael yeah. Keane's that player as well, mm. if he was to leave tomorrow. Obviously, I think it's put more pressure on the fact of him leaving because Brantwaite's come back and how good he did. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen anything about him leaving or being rumoured to, so yeah. I hope he starts with Tarkovsky, mm. which then pushes Godfrey, being, pushes Godfrey back to being the backup centre half, Keane probably, yeah. The partner with cups or whatever, and then Holgate would be fifth choice then out of the five. So, yeah, I think for himself anyway, anyway, he should go. But then for us, I don't think he's been anywhere near good enough. I think the only the, the, he had that spell at the end of the season with Lampard and then got yeah. injured. Mm. Um, but if, if you're in a squad where the centre half is that. It, the pool's that small and the quality's not that high and you're, you're fifth choice in that, then, you know, yeah. there's a reason for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like with Holgate, he's he's never been big enough to be a centre-half. Um, you can clearly see he doesn't quite have the height and, and his build just isn't there. He's put a bit of a bit of muscle on now, like, but he's still not quite there in terms of what you want the centre-half to look like and he tries to make up with that in sheer aggression and just like going flat out 100 miles an hour but then he does it in like such a stupid way and such a mm. reckless way about him Andrew would you uh, be happy to see Holgate walk out the door how do you say bon voyage in Turkish <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely couldn't agree more Um I, I don't know what the fee, I mean there's no mention of any fee in there but even if it was for nothing I would be happy to just get him off the books yep um, he had one very, very, very solid game that I recall, I believe, against Chelsea, mm. um, where he cleared like 19 headers in a row, or cleared yeah. uh, 19 crosses in a row. Um, but aside from that, now yeah, he's a walking card. Like yeah. you could bet the house yeah. every single match that he's going to do something stupid. 100%. Yeah. It's not only that as well, he's been tried in different positions as well. Uh, yeah. like right back as cover and then I think was we loaned six for out. a minute in like 2019-2020 right yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so like we loaned him out to West Brom I think from the January to the summer and he was playing right back for them and from what I seen like their fans saying he was like he's yeah. not a right back he's not got the oh. pace and that was in the championship yeah um, and then I think he played Centre midfield, uh, under Lampard against West Ham away, didn't he? And he scored. He actually scored in that game, but 
don't know, just a fluke. Yeah. I mean, I I think we spoke about John saying that he he looks more like that type of player who's probably as a six and maybe he should be given a chance when I think yeah. it was last season when Gay was playing so bad and, mm-hmm. and Garner was injured. Um, I mean, Gay ended up having a decent season, but. That would have been his position that I'd have played him in is the six, and some people say Godfrey would suit yeah. that position as well as like a sweeper. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like you say, the build's a problem, and then mm. if he's alone six as well, it's yeah. You compare and if you're facilitating for him to be in the squad as a six, and then you look at other teams, you know, mm. he, he wouldn't even be the second or third choice, and then them no. teams as a six neither. No. So yeah, just not good enough. Um... <clears throat> Barnsley done us dirty with that one. They actually said he was better than John Stones when we bought him. I mean, Jesus no Christ. He's got rinsed. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't know what to, that's going to happen there, but we'll see. Um, plenty more rumours, and obviously we'll we'll be back next week sometime with another one uh, covering the, the rumours, such as Ilanga and, and all the rest of them as well. But yeah, Shane, Andrew, thanks so much, boys, for, for joining me on this one, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Everton Army podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can always catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss, you can reach us via email at EAWPodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>